when wine is on trial, the gossip is dishy. The judges are drunk. The verdicts are random. This is True Crimes Against Wine. Hello. Hey. Welcome to True Crimes Against Wine. This is our Approach the Bench sidebar yes, uh, episode. Yes, it is. So we have questions that Topher, our wine expert, will answer. Are you ready? Yeah, what's today's question? All right, so today's question, and you cannot laugh, is, ooh, stop, <laughs> is why are wines different colors? Okay. I'm not sure which direction that question is going. You do know what colors are, right? Can you explain them to me? Roy G. Biv. Gotcha. He Love started, his work. He started it all. Amazing scientist. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but there's a couple of different ways that you could take that question. So I'm just going to kind of try and answer it across the board. Okay. Let's hear it. So there is a compound that is a pigment compound. It's mm-hmm. called anthocyanin mm. that is present in a lot of different things, but in this particular context in grapes. You can also mm-hmm. find it in plants and fruits. Okay. So things like plums, cherries, blueberries, and it gives them their pigmentation. Are they um, found in darker fruits? Mostly because okay. they are like a specific pigment. Think almost like like melanin for okay. plants. Okay. You can also find them in flowers like hy- um, hyacinths and mm. orchids and um, what are the, the ones uh, you can make? Hibiscus. Oh, hibiscus. Okay. Yeah. This pigment is present in the skins of grapes. And so by soaking skins in the grape juice, it is released and it stains the wine. Okay. Now, you also have to think that there are different sorts of wines as well. So right. I'm assuming that you're kind of asking on a, a more specific thing, why do you have red wines, white wines, orange wines, and rosés? Mm-hmm. That is because of the amount of contact that it's going to have with the skins. Okay. So when you're making a white wine, you are immediately pressing that juice and you're not allowing it to really have any sort of contact with the grape skins. Okay. So clarifying question. Mm-hmm. White wine does not have to come from green grapes. Is that true? It does, it does not have to come from green grapes. Okay. Um, so for instance, um, Pinot Gris or Pinot Grigio, which is the same grape, just depending mm-hmm. on the country that you're in. Mm-hmm. Um, it can come in a variety of different colors. Most Ooh, likely okay. it is going to be a lighter shade than Pinot Noir, which Noir means dark. Dark. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. You have to think about in the winemaking context, mm-hmm. when you're pressing that juice off, like orange wine, for instance, I don't know if you've ever had that before. Nope. It's a similar process to rosé, okay. but you're using white grapes that have lighter shaded uh, skins to them and you're allowing it to ferment with contact with those skins. And so it makes it, it turns it actually like an orange color. It's a really beautiful thing. It has a higher body to it. It's more tannins, Mm. but it's still a lighter wine, if that makes sense. Rosé is made doing the same sort of thing, but with red skins. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you don't do it for as long as you would for an actual red wine, like a Pinot Noir. But you can have a Pinot Noir Rosé because you're limiting the time that it has contact with the skins. All right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. You can actually tell some things by the colors of wines as well, which is really cool. And this is going to be more specific to like red wines, but there's different hues Mm -hmm. of red. Obviously we've seen that as we've been looking at things. You can have a really dark ruby red. Mm -hmm. You can have more of like a violet, almost bluish tint to things. Mm -hmm. And then there's 
brick red mm-hmm. and, and things like that. So wines that are a more saturated red colored hue, mm-hmm. that's an indication that they probably have a lower pH or higher acid content. Okay. Wines with a more bluish hue, they have a higher pH or a lower acid content. And then, uh, so the more opaque the wine is, mm-hmm. you can also kind of pretty much tell from that that it's most likely going to have a higher tannin content mm-hmm. to it as well. Also, wines begin to lose their pigment as they age. Oh, I didn't know that. Actually, that's an indication as you're looking at something, if you're ever doing a blind tasting and you see a red wine that's a little bit more pale and kind of getting into that brownish brick color, but it's also really translucent, you can probably assume that if that's going to be like past the five to seven year mark, because at that point you lose 85, I want to say 85% of those anthocyanin pigment compounds within the wine. Okay. Yeah. So you can actually tell a lot of things about a wine just from looking at it in the glass, which is why when we do our tastings, you always start with what you see. That's where Topher starts. (laughs) Rachel Rachel just chugs it. Yeah, Rachel starts with uh, tasting it. Yeah, so I (laughs) hope that that helped answer your question. I hope you learned something. And if you guys listening have any questions of your own about wine, something that has always confused you Mm -hmm. or you need some clarification on... Or just something fun and funny, then sure, feel free us, to ask. Yeah. yeah, any any question. We may not answer it, but we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely do our we'll, best. We'll read it for sure. <laughs> yeah, so reach out to us at True Crimes Against Wine on uh, social, media, social media, Gmail, Instagram, Facebook. Yep, all the things. Wherever you find us. And cheers. All right, cheers. Bye. Bye.